I don't know. This is episode one. I should say a little bit no, more no, about no. that. Uh, episode uh, zero. Is it? Yes. Is that what it is? Can I we do like how we should put can it. we do like weird like like Yu-Gi-Oh numbers? Like episode like negative two B or something like that. I didn't know that, I, that was I, a Yu-Gi-Oh thing. I have but, no idea. It just hey. I feel like I walk past the little card sections and I see like packaging like that. That's just how I think of like Pokemon names. Like yeah. names. Or like, like the that. card game names. This and this plus this. It's wow, always like going on tangents already. Yeah, it's always like Pokemon, like Pokemon Sword and Shield, Desert Storm, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, sick Desert Storm reference. And welcome to episode one of the Limitless Parkcast. That's Parkcast, and it sounds like I said two words, but I'm actually just putting one K in there, and it's going to confuse everybody. I am your host, Andrew, and I'm here with my co-host, slash brother, slash friend, slash uh, hunka hunka. Hell yeah, I absolutely, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah, I'm Brandon. Brandon. He didn't say Brandon. my name. Shame. yeah no should, should, that should, that would have been funny like talk about uh, like yeah, a yeah. like a podcast train wreck i don't say your name the entire the entire episode and it's like we get yeah, to the I'm end and it's like wait a minute three person yeah <laughs> wait that would be really I, no funny I'm, to like... I'm a disembodied voice that you're talking to so it's like <laughs> i you're i'm in your head and everyone thinks you're crazy Exactly. You're the voice. It's like me talking to my conscience about the, the D23 parks experiences and products panel. Uh, because that's what right, we folks. live in. Yeah. <laughs> what, what a world we, we live in. I'm delusional. And, you know, I got more delusional after that D23 panel that we had to sit through. What a segue. I, yeah, exactly. Ooh, I'm I'm gonna perfect my segue game over the course of you rolling uh, this podcast. That's for sure. I used to just be riding a bicycle, and now I I bought a Segway. I'm gonna limit. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna limit. I'm gonna limit uh, on the limitless part podcast. Limitless part cast. I'm going to limit myself to one dad joke per episode. Does that sound fair? That sounds absolutely fair. I'm just gonna try to limit myself. Uh, as far as the nonsense I spout, but hey, <laughs> aren't we'll, we all? We'll see what happens. We're all just trying to get by these days, Brandon. I don't know. Like that before we, we jump in, I know we just, I know I just did that perfect segue, but I'm going to completely derail it by saying like, I don't know. Do you have anything that you want to say about the podcast before we kind of jump in? Uh, I, I don't know. All I'll say about this. <laughs> I'm is... holding you at gunpoint right now. <laughs> I'll say this is definitely a test episode as we will probably put this out uh, and we, we want to put this out. But if there's anything wrong with audio quality, with uh, just even editing what we talk about, I don't know. We're just testing this out. And so it's we, if you enjoy it, please continue to listen as we continue to put some out. But if you don't and we're not your cup of tea, we promise that we'll try to get better. So, hey, and 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 if you don't like the podcast, Brandon, what's your email? What's your phone number so they yeah. can text you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> do, do you Uber? 
Do you Uber? What's your address? <laughs> yeah, Bryn, Bryn, read off your read off your address right now for the fine folks hey, listening man. at home, so they know. Um, yeah, I, I was go gonna to a very specific university. It's one of the big ones. Mm, Yale. That's all. That's that's the only. Yeah, exactly. Yale. That's what. Friends at what Yale, everybody. Show up on his on his door and knock and ask him, ask him why uh, his 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 ask microphone. What I has, think. Ask him what I think or what what he thinks. What I think. Um, Where's this about going? Happily ever after coming back or uh, uh, not coming back. Another beautiful segue right there. Yes, yes, it is. Yeah. So oh, oh, oh. I actually did want to jump into this, and I yeah, wanted to get yeah. your thoughts on this because. They've been very not clear, like very unclear in a way of they they opened up the panel for anyone who doesn't know with a performance of the song Happily Ever After performed by Jordan Fisher. And that was to lightly announce that Happily Ever After was returning to the Magic Kingdom. But on their posts about it on social media and even during the panel, they were very unclear as to what is actually coming back because as far as their specific wording on all um posts on social media and even on their blog they've been sure, sure to say that happily ever after the song is returning and i don't think this means that this song will be put into a random show but i have a feeling this will be an updated version not even have a feeling this will for sure be an updated version of Happily Ever After, probably with new IPs and just maybe some rearranged stuff. Um, Maybe they'll like cut out the Brave segment, maybe the Cars segment. I mean, not that those are big, but just just a thought. Um, I just wanted to get your thoughts on that, Andrew, though, because I think that's very interesting how they're talking about bringing it back. Yeah. I mean, look, I don't care about the whole, oh, it's just a song or is it like, I know that's kind of the main point of the question you're saying, but is it just a song? Is it the whole show? It sounds like it's just a song for me. The original show was made by the song. Like when I think that show, I don't think projections because love it or hate it enchantment has better projections from what the consensus, what it sounds like. Is it a better story or is it better told? It doesn't sound like it. I haven't seen enchantment only harmonia. So I can't comment on the actual, you know, my personal experience, but from what it sounds like there's better quality projections and everything like that. And enchantment the reason that happily ever ever after sticks so well is that song and it's interwoven between these different scenes. And I think that using those using that song, even if it's in another show, like a happily ever after 2.0 or something like that, I, I don't think anybody should be concerned about, I think you start to tread into this very dangerous territory that I feel like, Everybody talks about to a certain extent until it actually affects them. And, and that's just the idea that change is good in the parks until, you know, it's something like 
like happily ever after where it's like everybody loves it. I mean, that's my favorite. I like that more than rise of the resistance, but I don't want the same show to just come back because it, it's Agreed. cool now. Yeah, it's cool now, but think about the Main Street Electrical Parade. It was probably cool the first time that came back, but... Think about just wishes in general. That show ran for so long, and I cannot stand that show personally. I probably Mm -hmm. saw it as a kid a few times in person, but I've watched it since as a a teenager and now an adult, and I just, I cannot absolutely stand that show for a lot of the runtime, because it's just not, it, it doesn't feel like it's of a time in which it could be interesting to me. Happily Ever After does, and I and that's the thing. I agree with you that I think this should be a new show. And if it's just brought back with the song or with specific segments, like I, I love Happily Ever After all the way through. I I will say that there aren't like any segments in it really that I dis or I, that I don't enjoy. The, the friend like me segment will always get me. The you'll be in my heart segment will always get me there there's and the go the distance uh part as well dude i cry like a baby i cry like a baby whenever that rocket goes off i'm like like sobbing and like wiping my tears with my shirt i'm like that's such a beautiful rocket no i I love it just the show in general i i've seen it in person four times or five times or something it absolutely phenomenal gets me into break like puts me into tears every single time yeah um but i i similarly agree that it should be a new show and that's when i when i said all of that before i i wanted to i want to preface it by saying i do want it to be a new show i think i mean we could we could talk about this problem for hours yeah. of the disney fans who don't want change and that are also just irresponsible as far as uh like especially a lot of news outlets and everything. Uh, I will get into that later with some of the and stuff here that was been talked about on the panel, or at least I'll try to get into it because I think it's a very interesting subject, but I won't talk about it too much. But anyone who feels like they're like, oh, if they're not going to bring back the actual show, then why are they doing it? It's like, no, they're bringing back the song because the song is a proven tactic. But if you bring back a show that I don't know when, I can't remember when Happily Ever After. Was it 2013? 2015? Was it? It would have been. No, it was later than it was like 2015 at the absolute earliest. Because I remember Andrew Brandenburg wrote an article for us about the review, like reviewing it when it first came out. Go check out that article if you want to read a a review of Happily Ever After. (laughs) <laughs> from like its premiere from like i'm sure everybody's yeah, clamoring gosh. to do that it's actually really well written but Good yeah andrew shout out to andrew sorry that we're kind of talking <laughs> shout out to andrew. talking bad about uh your opinions right now but <laughs> yeah it's no, part of the course uh, i, I yeah. hear if i could just step in real quickly and say like i don't want to like yeah. i hate to come out of the gate on this like so opinionated like a like opinionated about opinions because i feel like that almost in itself like isn't super healthy too to just like you know, somebody has this opinion about Disney and I'm going to say, Oh, well that opinion is, you know, incorrect or you shouldn't be thinking about like that. Like, you know, it, 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 to a certain extent it's frustrating and you have to kind of like bite down a little bit and like grit your teeth and just watch it happen. It it is good to talk about it too. Um, I just don't want to like, but similarly, everyone is able to have their own opinion, do whatever. I not, that's not what I was trying to say about it. No, Brent, I mean, I'm I'm trying to cancel you on this podcast. I'm trying oh, to get you okay. canceled. Episode I mean, one. We are. That's 
my secret motive white males in our 20s so you know hey if if we talk about opinions and we have a podcast it's uh yeah could could be tough but don't yep um yeah i mean that's happily ever after i don't really have anything more to say about it do you yeah i'm I'm looking forward to it i still i've only watched enchantment via um two other separate recordings i think or i i think the show is no i i think the show actually isn't that bad i i do think now that this new happily ever after will have the technology as far as projections will go should be a really good show yeah so after happily ever after we hit the anniversary stuff and honestly they were th- at this point of the show there was a lot of energy at least i felt like that like josh tomorrow yeah that yeah josh tomorrow was you know hyping things up happily ever after you know the performance just happened and it was anniversary anniversary and i didn't expect them to announce things during the anniversary talk of it like i thought they were just going to touch on all of them you off off recording were saying something to me about the 40th anniversary of Epcot and how they didn't announce something. And I think that's, that's, that's down the line. Uh, Or I thought when I was watching it, I thought it would be down the line and they were just kind of touching on that. But I mean, that is like a good point as far as like the the biggest thing about the 40th for Epcot is that it's coming up this, or it's, it's coming up in a couple of months, honestly. And the, the, the biggest reason I find it interesting is because they had not acknowledged it at all. There had been no talking to, and I don't think honestly there will be any big additions for it. Not even when, even when I had hoped that there would be something actually big for it. I think that it'll be reduced to merchant food and a little bit of decor and everything like most anniversaries are. And that's fine. A bigger anniversary, like a uh, addition would have been very, very, very helpful and useful to the park that needs it. Um, but hey, they're already getting other additions, and so it's not like they don't say, need does it. it the need it? Does it need quick. it? No, no, it doesn't. It doesn't need it because they are gaining other stuff already. It's just at the point in the panel when I didn't know if they would get to it or not, or get to anything. And honestly, they had they didn't get to anything, right? But I I, I do think Epcot still needs a lot of TLC, specifically Spaceship Earth, Journey to Imagination, those rides. They really, really need some TLC. But that wouldn't have happened for the 40th anyways. So a simple anniversary with merch, food, decorations, fine by me. Please put a cool like new show on the Epcot lights because that for the Festival of Arts, that was an awesome specific show for that. If they do a specific tiny little show on Spaceship Earth for the 40th, that would be amazing. They didn't have to announce that um, at this panel, and I don't think it would have been worth it uh, or worth them doing that at this panel. So hopefully, we get that in a blog post down the down the road. But that's the only thing that I was honestly yeah. anticipating for that. Yeah, the fortieth. You know that they don't have to, in my eyes, do a big ride. I mean, Hollywood Studios it kind of lined up with the thirtieth when that happened mm-hmm. with rise of resistance and stuff, but I don't think that was, Oh, it's 30th. And we're doing this ride for that. I think Disney is held at a very high standard in theme parks for, for the right reasons and for good reasons. But I don't see it as like, Oh, it's an anniversary. So you have to add something. So I see it a lot on social media where people are just like, 
it's the 40th and you're not doing this. It's like, look at all these different anniversaries that just got announced and Epcot's the biggest one that's, you know, coming up that's in the, in the U S but I don't know. You, we just got guardians, which was just a 50th thing. And then Ratatouille was before that. And I know that we were going to get a lot more and I know that there's still an overhaul, but like, even like for this, 40th like moana even though it's just a walkthrough is going to be that this is jumping ahead a little bit but we can just touch on it now i mean right not like moana and communicore hall i don't know don't you think that that's like an addition i do think it's an addition and i think it's a worthy opening if it would have been done sooner that would have been great but now that it will be opening during their 40th having the communicore hall and journey of water which will feature moana um I think that will be a great uh, addition and opening for their 40th. Um, yeah. And I similarly do think they don't need to add, not every anniversary has to have a huge addition along with it. It can be just as I've reiterated a million times, merchandise, food, decorations, maybe a tiny little tag to a show, maybe a different little parade or something. Who knows anything? I say the spaceship earth thing just because it came to my thoughts in my head, but yeah. um on that note, though, with the Journey of Water, um, inspired by Moana, is I think title. Or I don't know. We got on the in the on the show floor. There was a I can't remember the size of the one there, but there was a model of a giant Tafiti or sixteen foot tall, I believe it is, a Tafiti statue that'll be a part of it. It looks phenomenal honestly in my opinion it'll be weird that it's 16 feet in the middle of epcot but i hope they will make it so the sight lines are okay and i i I don't see it wouldn't be it's 16 feet it's not going to be that much of an eyesore in any places and plus i think it'll look cool um if you want to see pictures of that look it up it honestly looks amazing even as someone who isn't like a i i do like the moana movie but i'm not like oh yes moana but We'll get to talking more Moana as it goes on, um, possibly. <laughs> oh, uh, boy. Oh, boy, will we? But, yeah, we. <laughs> but Communicore Hall and then the Walt statue that it will be at Dreamers Point and all that stuff also will be opening, was it late 2023? It was, yeah, I have late 2023 written down for Communicore Hall and Moana. I don't know if the statue and, and I mean, yeah, there's going off of that, the figment meet and greet, which is like a smaller thing. And just, I feel like everybody is upset about there not being a new ride that was announced for next year or something like that, or anything in the future. Not which one, not to say that there couldn't be, I just, this whole panel, and I feel like we're going to keep coming back to this, this whole panel was not a lot of, you know, new rides and everything like that. And the last part, you know, was kind of like a what if type thing, but it didn't really count. But people are acting like there's nothing coming at all. There's maybe, you know, years and years in the future, not that much, but we did just get off of Guardians. I know Tron is, you know, we'll, we'll get to that too in a minute. I know I'm kind of spiraling down to other rides and stuff, but just this general idea, especially with Epcot where there has to be something, it seems like, like new on the docket all the time. Like we have to know, like we get the one thing and then it's the next and then it's what's the next. And everybody wants to keep coming and keep going. And it's like, 
I just feel like, I mean, maybe we were just so like, you know, I, I think the last decade was so good with Star Wars and Toy Story as far as like getting all these different things, especially with Hollywood Studios and that seeing that payoff of like the, the park go from something that wasn't great to, you know, something that feels fleshed out. I feel like people want that at Epcot, understandably, but it is becoming that we're still in the working stages of that. And not getting another new ride or something for 40th anniversary is like, I'm like indifferent about it. I just don't see why people are so up in arms about there not being a new ride, I guess, because we had things announced and they're not happening, but like things I feel go go for it. (laughs) Tell me why I'm wrong. No, I don't think it's that. I don't actually think you're wrong. I think you're very right. And that we, as you said, we will keep coming back to it. This panel overall, I don't want to like be like general thoughts, but this panel was fine. It wasn't amazing and it wasn't terrible. I, I think anyone who thinks either of the two is true is really, really stretching. Um, it, it was, it could have been so much worse. It could have yes. been, I know, uh, let's, let's, <laughs> let's reference Andrew Brandenburg again without giving him the opportunity to be on the podcast yes. and voice and say his own opinion. But um, to reference something that he said in our predictions article, if you haven't read it, go check it out because you know, that would be incredibly important for you to check out predictions uh, that Brandon made that were, that are already outdated. Um, yep. But it's, it's a good article. So check it out. Uh, we, we sprinkled a little bit of Andrew and Kyle's opinions in there and Andrew mentioned something about upcharges, you know, taking place, hearing a lot of, you know, upcharge talk or some sort of like other thing that you have to pay for. And I didn't really feel like, yeah, like maybe like the cruise and stuff is by nature expensive, but that's not an upcharge. Like we never got anything. We never got like, there wasn't like a huge emphasis on any merch i can't think of anything and when i'm looking like there there's like anniversary stuff and by nature there will be but it's not like they weren't very like consumerism like like just shouting that very much they really didn't focus and this is they didn't focus on the consumer products side of it and i was very happy to not have that focused on because if you remember 2019 we had the target dog uh show up and that was a meme in itself Um, (laughs) i forgot about that that's funny yeah it's quite a time to be alive but yeah no they didn't focus on merch or food really at all which i think is fine because that's not the stuff that needs to be announced in a giant panel with seven thousand people around that stuff needs to be in a blog post or in a short video and and maybe or maybe that's just the the larger theme park fan of me where i don't think certain things need to get giant panels i think blog posts are fine um personally but it's it's stuff along those lines that just yeah i i i don't think it's necessary for them to focus about on and i'm happy they didn't at the same time Think about that name for a second. The panel is Parks, Experiences, and Products. They, you know, you could not want them to. I don't necessarily want them to either, although I I am a sucker for, like, the Instagrammable food stuff. Like, I do like seeing new food. But for products and something, while I don't want them to focus, they have every right to do that. They, they tell – they're telling people what that panel is. Like, those are the names of the – 
Like that's what the panel's about. And honestly, the fact that they didn't focus on that at all. And really like you, you can look at this and say a lot of this is like, you know, smaller additions and walk around characters, but it's all stuff, you know, that's an experience. It's parks related. That's like all experience related. And there's, you know, maybe not a lot of new rides. Maybe it's a lot. Maybe we did get a lot of Josh DeMauro's what if from Marvel studios. Did you see that meme by any chance? I love yes, that. Yes, it, I yeah. did. That's funny. But there's, there's nothing. I'm not seeing any target dog here. I, I don't know. People are just like up in arms for the sake of it's been three years and like stuff was canceled and we want to get the ball rolling again. And to a certain point, Disney has no excuse because they're making a lot of money, but that's the thing. They are making a lot of money. Think about it. Disney's a business. And if they're making a lot of money off of what they're doing right now, they can let's, let's just talk about Tron next. I guess they can push Tron to 2023. Are you cool if we jump to Tron? Yes, I I was just going to touch on some of the uh, marketing or not business logistics stuff. I don't need to touch on it. I will say that the the Disney parks are actually Disney's largest uh, gross. It's it's like their biggest revenue uh, income sense. And yeah, that being closed down for a period of time definitely didn't help them the most financially, but it is interesting. And I'm not going to go on a soapbox because I'm not the most economically business aware person, but <laughs> it, it is interesting to see that all of the money that is coming from their main revenue source of the parks, because it really, it is their top earner. If you look at it financially, it's, it is yep. their top earner, but all of their investment money where it used to be a little bit more uh, well distributed to everywhere. It really hasn't been distributed into the parks. And I know that's a lot, a lot of people are angry about unrightfully so because they're a business and they're trying to grow Disney plus and it should all the money that's being put into Disney plus be, be, be put into Disney plus mm, who's to say I, that's not what we're trying to talk about here. Yeah. But, but, but the point with that, the point with that is, sorry to cut you off. The point with that is like, yeah, Disney plus is growing and they want it to, if, if consumers keep buying Disney plus, if they keep watching, then of course, just try, well, exactly. just trying to, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I agree with you. Yes. No. And, and that's, that's what we'll be doing a lot of during this podcast is jumping yeah. on each other I, to just agree with them. Agree. Not even to yeah. disagree. With I, not that hey, I agree with that. I agree with that. I agree with I agree that. With that. <laughs> no, we got to We got to put some bits in here. <laughs> absolutely. But no, truly, I will say it, it. People that are a little bit angry every once in a while, just disappointed with the lack of investment in the parks these days because of the change in investment even though they stay as or they stay as the top revenue source, I get it, but that's not how businesses work. You know, eventually for anybody worried about Disney, never getting another new thing, like, or like adding new stuff to Walt Disney, like Epic universe is going to come out. It's, it's going to blow people out of the water. And is that the saying blow people out of the water? That doesn't sound right. I don't, <laughs> I don't think that's right. Blow it out. I, gonna, I don't know. It doesn't they're matter. Blow, they're going to blow something but, out of the water. So Disney or Universal is going to release Epic Universe and Disney's going to get caught with their pants down. And then the same thing that happened with Harry Potter is going to cycle over and then we'll get something amazing. And then it'll happen again and happen again. Just like not every single year has to be this new crazy experience. And I know 
some a lot of it too is the IP issue, but what's up? It, I was just gonna say that it would be a great thing for them to not have to be reactionary. If they were proactive and would have or would be not having to play the catch up game, I would love that. A lot of people would love that. But that's just not what it's seemingly gonna be. And that's you know, kind of stinks, but for us as fans, you know, it would be cooler to get newer or like cool new stuff sooner. But, you know, as theme park fans in general, if you're getting already a huge new park with Epic Universe and if Disney's sitting on their laurels, not doing opening new stuff, that just means I'm not going to Disney for a couple of years. Is that sad for Disney fans? Yes. But, you know. Disney and going back to this though, I look at this huge note stock of like things, you know, big and mostly small, but still things that are coming to the parks, especially U S parks. Does it seem like the Walt Disney world section is small? Sure. But think about it. You are, we're still getting next year, Tron, which is what we never got to, but like, let's, but like, honestly, is there much to say about it? Like it's, it's, it's being pushed back. It's, is it upsetting that it's spring? Yeah, but that could mean March. That could mean, mm-hmm. you know, March to May. So that's not horrible. Um, and with that said, it's like that is that is the way that we're starting 2023. I think it'll end cap the, the hunt or not the 100th, the 50th anniversary. So we'll get that. And then once that happens, we'll get. I, I, do you have something else to say about Tron? I was just going to say, fiscally, they actually really don't have a reason to open Tron before their uh, new quarter open or like their quarter one of 2023, I guess it would be um, starts like literally financially. They don't have a reason to open it before that starts. So even though I would have loved to see it be a December opening, that's what in our predictions article, that's what I champion. I was like, ooh, it could be like early 2022 or, or early 2023 or very late. Uh, 2022 i i would have loved to see that but yeah. and i see i it see wasn't. i see a lot of people saying like just being upset about that but i don't understand how being how you could be any more upset than even if it was december because like a lot of the argument is, i saw something on twitter that was like hagrid's uh when, when tron was announced hagrid's motorbike at universal wasn't built yet. And dueling dragons was still operating. And by the, like Hagrid's will have celebrated its fourth anniversary by the time before Tron even opens. Yeah. That's a big statistic. And that's, that's upsetting. It's upsetting that we didn't get Tron earlier. We should have gotten it last year, but because we didn't, because that's in the past and we can be upset about it, but like, I don't see like, like at this point, if it makes a difference, if it's December or March, like, I guess people who are down there and visiting the parks, like the annual pass and the, the Disney fans, like will will notice it and be like, Oh, I can't ride it for four more months and sucks for them. But like, that's a, an incredible minority and the vast majority of people. And I'm not even just talking about us where we don't live down there, but like just general public, just like Disney people, you know, going once a year, they're not going to, if they want to ride Tron, they're, they're not in, you know, the know of like how long it took for it to be built necessarily. It's just, it's going to open in December or it's going to open in March. And now we know it's March and that's that. And it's just like, we should stop talking about it. Yes. I don't know. 
So you want to move yeah, on? Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to move on. Um, we did Tron, we did Epcot. I mean, we can touch on let's let's jump let's let's knock out all of Walt Disney World because there's not a lot of okay. stuff to talk about. Um, I mean, Hatbox Ghost coming back or not coming back? It was never there, right? No, it was never there. Th- okay. This is something actually really great actually in my opinion because this was long rumored to be a small edition during the 50th which we were potentially supposed to receive more of for other rides like carousel progress country bears but for something for one thing at least to finally be coming as far as a small edition this is a good one to have the animatronic is amazing it's a small edition but it's a great edition and i think everyone should just be happy that we're getting it it shows that they still care about the attraction. Like, I mean, clearly they do. They're making a movie and the ride's not going anywhere, but like adding an attraction, continuously fixing it up, doing all the, what was it when they did the, they did this anniversary a while ago. Do you remember all that merch that came out? It's just cool to see that ride get so much love and continue to get it. So yeah, that's cool. Um, I want to skip the, the what if, section for now but like it was tron identity and after that and yeah the the new nighttime show for epcot new walt disney world show yeah it's crazy that they're already like doing some i bet they'll be using the harmonious technology the they will still be using the barges anyone i saw a bunch of people like just on all social media being like oh maybe this means we'll get rid of the barges that are ruining all the sight lines i get that people don't like them but they will not be going away. They're honestly fine pieces of technology. They're way better than the earth or the, the globe that was from uh, illuminations as far as visible, like like as far as being visible for more people. Um, And I don't think they actually, I wish the fountain little aspects on them were, were a little bit more impressive as they were supposed to be in the concept art, but Hey, logistics with engineering, it just can't always happen. Um, But they do look fine during the day. So I'm going to paint you a quick little picture, a little story. When I was down there back in May, I expected it to be pretty terrible seeing it. And I guess when your expectations are so low that it's easier to, you know, be pleasantly surprised, but I didn't think that they were as big to begin with. And then, and that's, that's from the perspective of somebody who knows it and knows everything that goes on with it, knows all the complaints about it. Think about Drake and Soren for a second. Not Disney fans, like the parks, but not super kept up in it. I'd argue they're, they're super hardcore theme park fans, but they don't have that Disney enthusiast part to them, which makes it almost like a very unique situation where they're very knowledgeable about the types of things that go into a theme park, but not Disney itself in that part. And I think that is a cool glimpse into what a, a majority of people think. And they didn't, I, I would, you know, I don't want to put more words in their mouth, but they didn't care at all. Like they didn't, everything, all this talk about sight lines, like, yeah, it's cool. And I don't want them to just like start compromising, like, like quality theming and stuff like that. And visually making things visually appealing. Like maybe people have like other experiences of general public people, and just like you know friends who just go and don't know disney and are like oh what's with the big ugly things in the middle of the lake but like drake and sort of like oh what are those that's cool and then like it, it just wasn't a big deal i similarly feel like that isn't a majority of people i think majority of people either don't notice them or are just like oh 
big screens. Okay. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter to the most people. And I think th- there's no way they'll be going away. They'll still use them because they were a large investment and I hope they use them well. I don't think they're particularly poorly used for harmonious. I haven't seen it in person. So I've only seen it from specific visible, uh, like, like video angles, but I think they work. Okay. Uh, if some people think they don't, that's fine, but hopefully they'll be used even better in the next show. And yep. they can completely uh, make it look like, oh, it was only supposed to be for the 50th. It wasn't supposed to be. It was supposed to be the next great Epcot Spectacular to, po- to, to run for maybe 20 years like um, uh, Illuminations. But it wasn't received greatly, but it also wasn't received poorly, I don't think. It wasn't enchantment levels of the fans' outcry. I think it was just a little bit like, mm, okay. It, I think it was similar, honestly, to Epcot Forever because for the for the fans... Fans loved it. General public was like, I don't know this music. Now with Harmonious, it's uh, fans are like, nah, I don't love this. General public is like, hell yeah. It's Disney music. It's good. Um, but yeah, no, I, I'm excited for this new show. Who knows what it'll be, but hopefully it'll be good. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> we did already touch on this before we move off of Walt Disney World, because I think we're about to do that as there wasn't much else. I think um, what we should do is jump to Tiana's, but say what you're going to say first. Oh, I was just going to, we did touch lightly on the Figment meet and greet, but I will f- say it was very interesting in the panel when they showed the Imagination Pavilion. I really, really, really thought they were going to announce an updated attraction, but they didn't. And they didn't even mention the attraction. They just showed a picture of the building. We're like, hey, you know, the guy who lives or speaking of like characters, it was something it was something about speaking of characters. And then they transition into figment. And I think it's really cool. But the most interesting thing about it is people online are very interested in why or what this actual meet and greet will be. And I first like immediately just thought of the old Dreamfinder and Figment one from the eighties, like that meet and greet where it was a little puppet. And like, even like there's the YouTuber Disney Dan where he has his little Figment puppet and so on. And they look great. And I assumed that immediately that's what it would be. But then I go online on social media and everyone's like, Oh, it's going to be a giant costume Figment. And I think it'll be really interesting to see what it is at the end of the day. Um, or maybe it'll be a weird animatronic meet and greet like the Baby Groot one was or something like that. But I, I'm excited for it, even as a person who doesn't even like Figment, doesn't even care about Figment. But I'm excited for it. My man sold a million popcorn buckets. So, hey. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to it, too. And maybe this is just my overly optimistic take. But Disney knows that Disney fans like Figment. But Disney doesn't know i don't think doesn't isn't for sure certain that like non-disney fans like figment you know imagination it's not like it's drawing in crowds so i think what this is is a a jump to test this test figment in the parks maybe get them around some more people. And if that goes well, I would not be surprised within the next two years before the next D23, if we get a imagination overhaul announcement, we won't get a lot of details. It'll probably not be till 
2025 at the absolute earliest. Like, again, there are rides and things coming until like 2024. So we have the next two years covered. Epic Universe and on, you know, afterwards, that's when we start to worry. But I think we'll get that. I think this is testing grounds for whether they should do something with Figment still or if they should, you know, do Inside Out or whatever else has been thrown around. I honestly completely agree with you. I think it'll be a very, very good litmus test for whether or not the general public wants something Figment. Because as you said, I don't think the general public knows Figment. And if they know Figment, they know him from his ride and it's bad. They don't like him. <laughs> so it no, legitimately, I think if you yeah, put I any random person on Journey into Imagination right now, they will see that ride. They will dislike it because it is bad and old and in terrible state. Like a lot of things fig- don't work sometimes. And and Figment is the icon of that ride. And they'll be like, why, why does he matter? Why do we like him? I, I think that is a sticking point that should be thought about from an out or from a fan perspective that you should think about this of how figment is currently seen in the park. Nobody likes him outside of the parks fans already because they have no reason to like him. And so hopefully this, if he does well as a meet and greet in whatever form he is, then maybe we will see something. And I really do think that is a smart or it is a good observation. Yeah. I wouldn't want the, I honest to God, like even as a Disney fan would not want Disney to just say, we're doing a imagination revamp and it's just figment and it's just something new, or it's like even worse, like bringing back the old concept of without like changing much. Like I know people think it's a better thing, but, and they could update tech, but like at the core idea of it, like things need to be evolving. And I think that all three of the versions, like nothing should not, none of those should be here today, but you have to take it in steps. You sell a million popcorn buckets you say, okay, this dragon might still have relevance. Let's put him in the parks. People can meet him. People can see him, get acclimated to him without going on the ride in which he is really, really annoying on, in my opinion. And then Agreed. if that works out, uh, then, you know, new ride. If not, Inside Out 2 is right around the corner. Something's going to happen eventually, guys. Which it doesn't that- we won't even talk about non-park stuff in this because that's not yeah, what we're about. Sorry. But that was fascinating. <laughs> that was a very yeah. weird out of the thing. Maybe, maybe we'll yeah. do. Maybe we should do a a different. We'll, we'll, a different, we'll do two. Uh, we we'll should do, do two podcasts. We'll do like a move, like a Disney movie podcast or something. And it'll, we're launching. We're launching seventeen podcasts at the same yeah. time. No, but I will say that this. This is just a quick little thing that I wanted to say during what of Andrew was saying some of the stuff. Parks aren't supposed to be a museum. Change is good. Not all changes will be good, but change in general is good. I think that's a state or a sentiment that both him and I uh, agree with. But it, it, it's it's something that isn't a wide held opinion as far as Disney Parks fans, at least right now or anymore. But um, it, you know, to each their own. You can have your own things you like and dislike, but. Change is a good thing, and hopefully we don't see these parks become more of a museum. Speaking of change, let's change topics Absolutely. to Tiana's Bayou Adventure. Let's I mean, let's do that and let's talk Disneyland and then we'll we'll jump into a little part part two at some point uh with the rest of the panel. But Tiana's Bayou Adventure coming to Walt Disney World and Disneyland in what was that, twenty 
2024? Was it late, late 2024? Was it late or early 2024? I have late... I have late 2024 okay. written down. That that I, makes sense. Any any thoughts? Um, there really wasn't any news, so no. Yeah, it was it, just like the the only a date? the only real news was yes, the date, and then also the a little model of on the show floor of the Disneyland version, which isn't maybe indicative even of the Walt Disney World version. So we don't even know how that one will look. I think the main point that everyone every single person has said is oh well there's no more mama Odie's boat on the top it's more of a berm that's fine it looks fine still um i i i mean the the boat looked visually interesting i guess but i don't think the model looks particularly bad the rendering doesn't look bad my only worry is when they were talking about the technology in it they were talking about a lot of uh, smoke uh, like the misters and then um, and like lights of lighting effects when they said a certain thing about technology I was very like us uh, is it going to be a lot of screens but also screens aren't bad people screens can be reused really well look at uh, Navi River Journey that ride I mean I that ride would be great with more animatronics but the amount of screens that it has aren't a bad thing because they look amazing even like yeah, like simpler stuff like Alice in Wonderland and Disneyland, cool because of the screen mm-hmm. update. Yeah, that one, that visual, like that that visual the of 3D the lighting rendering. at night. Yeah, at night with all the lights, I thought looked fantastic. I loved it. And yeah, maybe it's not the same as Walt Disney World. Maybe that's different. I kind of hope it's a little. Or maybe different. it isn't. Or but but regardless, like. There's there's a certain worry about the theming of Walt Disney World. Yes. And honestly, I share that. I am a little bit worried that it won't make sense. But the only thing I was going to say is, like, they they didn't give a lot of new information, but we did get, like, a little bit about storyline. Like, it's going to be, like, during the carnival season, and they're going to, like, be looking for a new ingredient. And I just – I like little things like that. I like to know that they – it's not just a retelling of the ride. I mean, we already knew that, but, like – I just like those little details. Yeah. No, it, it it should hopefully be a good ride. Splash Mountain was a good ride because of a lot of things. And I think this will keep, because it's obviously keeping the ride track, which is a great part of it. And I think if they add, if they do a good use of animatronics and technology in general, even if that some of that be screens and even a lot of it be screens, I think if they do it well, it'll be a good thing. It's not the increase in capacity that these parks need because it's not a new ride, but you know, it doesn't, it, it'll be a good update regardless. Yeah. Looking forward to it. I will for sure, if nothing else, want to go to the park. Like everybody's saying, Oh, not going to want to go. Like I, I personally want to go experience that ride. I'm really looking forward Absolutely. to it. Like that, that for me, Tron to a certain extent is like, something I'm looking forward to and I would like to make it back sooner, but if nothing else, you know, I would love to be there and see, you know, that at magic kingdom and see Tron. I think that's, those are going to be two just really within the next couple of years, really good additions. And I feel like that's another thing of people not talking about like, you know, new additions and stuff like that is a new addition. We've just known about it for a while, but they threw, I was thinking about this a couple of days ago. I guess it wouldn't be a couple of days ago. It would have been yesterday. <laughs> We're recording on a Monday and panel was Sunday, but I was thinking about it last night. The, the bio adventure was announced during, you know, COVID pandemic and stuff with black lives matter was going on. 
Not to say that they, like, I know they said that they had it in the works, but it was clearly a choice to put it out then. It was a smart choice, in my opinion. And then we didn't really hear much about it. So we learned about this new ride. But if that stuff didn't happen and it was already in the works, and I'm not just talking about COVID, but if, let, let's say that they did, which I think it's pretty agreed upon that they put that out during, like, when in the largest part of the Black Lives Matter movement, they released that out and they said that, hey, this is coming in the future. It's taking over this ride. I think if that didn't happen and at that time, we would have just gotten this as a new thing whenever D23 was the next one. But because we didn't or because we already got it, it's like, shoot, that was something that they had in the works. And now it's like, I guess we're getting that like they still have to talk about it they never talked about tiana's in a d23 but people are acting like because we got this concept art in 2020 that they probably rushed out you know something it, it shouldn't count and i think it should count it, it to me it still counts as a new ride talked about at d23 yeah i mean it's not a new and but yes it is a new ride my only not thing i understand some people's uh thoughts about uh this as not being the new thing that's completely need. I think the retheme is needed. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying a lot of people think um, just because it's not going to add any capacity to the park because the same thing. And because these parks are a lot of the time so crowded, they really do need new capacity, but I don't think that's a bad thing here because we're getting Tron and that's a whole new thing of capacity. Not that, yep. uh, you know, splash mountain won't be down during uh, that uh, segment of time because most likely it'll be down right about when tron opens most likely but the the thing is is once both of those are open i mean maybe the space mountain will close down who knows at that point but when they're both open you'll have a giant uh new addition for uh, as a people eater and you'll have a new capacity boost and that's what we need we just need more capacity boost but they're coming in time things will come in time not that they yeah. What's behind Big Thunder Mountain? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, we'll get into that in our part but two. In, yeah, we'll get into it in part two. What I will say, just speaking off of this capacity issue real quick, anybody who thinks that nothing is going to happen there is is kidding themselves. Like, There's clearly some sort of thought for expansion in mind back there. Will it be some sort of villains area or Coco or Encanto? Maybe, maybe not. And Coco will be relevant. I don't think Encanto quite as much in that point. And then villains is tough. I, I don't know for sure. Not trying to get into that, but just the idea of that there won't be any sort of expansion. There will be, and they're they're looking at that as a place for capacity. So there always will be this eventual capacity, you know, addition. Yes, uh, hard yeah. agree. Yeah, you wanna. I don't know. Like let's, as far let's as keep running di- with Disneyland, yeah. Disneyland. It's like we got the like Here, walk let's around just, characters. Let's quick. just do Disney Disneyland Park um, real quickly, and then oh. we'll go over to DCA because I think yeah, that's the easy because DCA has a lot more actually. Um, but we got more like we got the two models on the show floor of the Toontown expansion, Runaway Railway. We got some art of the queue. It actually looks really, really, really good. Um, and in general, Runaway Railway is supposed to be really good. I haven't had personally experienced it yet, but I'm really still looking forward to it because it looks amazing. And I think it'll be a great addition. And I think their Toontown will look great. So that's a cool little thing there. Um, anything else with actual main park Disneyland? I didn't think mm-hmm. so, actually. 
I guess Mandalorian and Galaxy's oh, yes. Edge is technically. That was already uh, announced technically, but this we got to see it with the little Grogu. It, it Honestly, it looks really good. It is sad it's not coming to Walt Disney World, just like Boba and Fennec so far, but the whole live entertainment thing game is completely different from Disneyland Resort to um, Walt Disney World. I mean, if you even just look at their boobash characters at DCA right now, you, you realize how different of a game as far as live entertainment and live characters is from the West coast to East coast. It it's a completely different game and it's great over at Disneyland. I wish it was great at Walt Disney world, even as a person who doesn't like character meet and greets that much. It it's, it's really good over there at Disneyland, which I guess could, we could segment and go talk about, um, unless you had something to say about the Mando thing. Did no, you? nope. Just, I was just going to segue maybe over Yoda's cute. from walk arounds to being great on the West Coast. Uh, to being terrible. Hulk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they showed off this technology either last D23 or maybe even the Destination D23. I couldn't remember which one they did it at first of like big characters, things with like exoskeleton material thing. Looked really cool in the technology phase. We're getting Hulk in his quantum Avenger suit, um, and it doesn't look great. But it also doesn't look terrible, and it's also only also only going to be a limited time thing, like most of the Avengers Campus stuff is. And I think they're really just going to use this as a test to see, okay, how does this work well? How does this not work well? And I'm fine with that. You need testing. And, and especially with meet and greets, technology with meet and greets is a very, very, very hard thing to uh, test because you can't just test it uh, like engineering wise or like robotics wise in a lab like you can with a lot of the stuff that um, like uh, animatronics that goes on and all that kind of stuff. This is a little bit different. So I don't know. I think it looks fine. It doesn't look great, but hopefully it'll just get better with the next thing they use it for. Like new tech for sure. It, at first, I thought it was cool when it first walked out, and then I was like, "eh." When I keep seeing pictures, but it's whatever. Yeah. It's a walk around character. I don't care that much. Um, and then similar to Avengers, Cam- or moving on through other Avengers Campus stuff, Kevin Feige came out at the panel. Um, he look, then looking looking like a man child. Yes, he needs to get rid of the baseball cap. He's fifty years old or whatever. It's 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 a rough time. But hey, whatever, Kevin, you do your thing. But then they talked about the Avengers e-ticket um, ride. It's now focusing on the multiverse and the concept art had a lot of a lot a lot of people animated Spider Man, Spider Man, uh, Captain America with the Thor's hammer. Captain America, Sam Wilson, Captain Carter, Man Thing, Werewolf by Night, all of the Billy, two different Hulk, like it's just a bunch of stuff. So who knows what that ride mechanic will be? Who knows? Like we don't know. I thought maybe a simulator, but I don't want to like just postulate on that kind of thing. I don't want to theorize, but I don't know. It's a cool concept, maybe. Um, I, I'm just happy to see that it's still happening over there. Yeah, I don't have much to say about it other than. I think that that ride could be what we're looking at web slingers to initially be after just experiencing amazing Spider-Man for the first time. Like that ride is so incredible from a superhero storytelling perspective as a ride. And I think that, you know, using this new multiverse story that they're doing, I think it's just, I think it'll work. 
I think I think it's really going to be the next rise of resistance just for Marvel fans, which is arguably a bigger thing at this point. Like Rise of Resistance is amazing, but remember people don't even like the sequel trilogy. People love Marvel movies generally speaking, so I think it could really work. Uh I don't yeah. know. Other than that, it's like I'm looking at there's downtown Disney stuff and Pixar Place Hotel. They look fine. Everything looks fine. You know, we got a little bit of Portos in there. Um Yeah, that was a meme onto it of itself. Yeah. I, I don't really know much about Portos. I just like the name. I just think it sounds silly. Um I, that stuff looked fine, right? Yeah. Overall, it, there's not much to talk about with it all. Um the Pacific or the Pixar whatever hotel. The name was or the Pixar Place oh, wait, Hotel. Yeah, Pixar Place Hotel. The, the name was fine. It's fine, people. It's not great, but it's fine. Um so yeah, there's not much to say on that, but I guess the only last big thing to talk about as far as Disneyland goes would be the Pacific Wharf turning to San Francisco, which I think was like the biggest shocker of the conference, honestly. Not that it's even going to be anything big because it probably will just be like retail meet and greet and uh, food, but it's it's interesting nonetheless. It was the biggest shocker, but... You know, you say the last big thing to talk about, and it's like I don't even feel like I have a lot of talk, a lot to talk about because it is just that retail. But I will say, from a vibe of it all, I remember like from for the longest time to reference the TTA podcast real quick. There was like some talk about you know bringing San Francisco in at some point, and how and i've seen other videos and people talk about how cool it'll be, even if it's a smaller thing. Big Hero Six was from 2014. And they haven't done like a sequel, uh, anything of substance. Like there, there is like the the shorts with Baymax and whatever, like that stuff happened. But like nothing, no movie. The fact that they're saying, okay, well, we're gonna take this small little area that isn't really visited by much and theme it to this 2014 movie. Like it's that's cool. That's really cool. Yeah, Big Hero Six is a good movie, and. I don't know. I I love that. Honestly, like I really, really, it was the biggest surprise. And I think it's my favorite thing to come out of it. And I don't think it needs a ride. I think it's just like, no. I think it's so I mean, cool. The, the only thing that would be cool is maybe the, the same similar in, in Tokyo Disneyland. They have the Baymax happy time, whatever ride it is. It honestly, it, it looks really cute and really cool. Honestly, it wouldn't fit over there, but you know, if they if they somehow did it, I wouldn't be mad about it. But no, they don't need it. But that would have been cute. But I think the major pull for the area will be honestly because didn't they have uh the out of the restaurants over there? Didn't they already have one stemming from some form of Asian cuisine? I don't know. I, I feel like I I've never gone did. over there. I know they have. I've the only bread been tour. over there a couple of times. Yeah, they had the bread or the Ghirardelli thing. thing. Yeah, and because it's Pacific Wharf already working like San Francisco, like it's just bringing in light Tokyo theming to it already. It should work, and as long as you get a Baymax meet and greet, which they don't have in the West Coast or they haven't had in the West Coast, I believe already, that meet and greet is honestly loved by a lot of people. So I actually that's a big did draw. that back. I actually did that meet and greet back in 2019, and that was like one of the coolest. That's like up there with like Chewbacca yeah. and the Star Wars stuff. It's actually really cool. Well, it's. Um, it's because it looks right. Like it's, right. it doesn't, it's not a weird face character, a weird faced character. It's not a, it is, it is a live character, but it's yeah, it, it looks great. 
and right. it's fun. So hey, I don't remember. It'll be a big I don't, draw. I don't remember the location of Pacific Wharf exactly, but how close is it to Cars Land? Because that happy ride that you're talking about in Tokyo is the exact same as Mater's Junkyard Mater's Amber, thing, or whatever, and it's the same as 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 Ass. Um, yeah, <laughs> Alien Twirling Saucers. I love I love riding some ass. Yeah, are we allowed, are we allowed uh, to say that? Are we allowed to say that? I don't know. Who who knows? Um, we we but, get we get allowed one little uh, innuendo. Yeah, we're we're, no, we're gonna get that e, We're gonna get the e explicit tag yeah. for that one joke. Do we um, do that? Or yes, do we, we have would, to like? Say, would, oh, okay, we would do that, but yeah. it it's fine. We have to pay <laughs> our hosting fees. God, that'll be fun. In general, um, I'm very. I'm a big fan of that news. A small, or honestly, it's not small. It, it's it's not it's like a huge. it's a land theme. Well, exactly, but and it's not like no, there's no attraction, but there's, you know, hopefully going to be a meet and greet and hopefully a dining update to somewhere. Who knows? But it should be cool, and that's what I think should be the focus of. But it just is a cool sounding thing. Yep, and that kind of sums up this first part for me and we can each do a little summary and i mean we'll say it now like we're there's going to be a part two to this sort of obviously we we left out we hinted at but we left out a huge magic kingdom thing that and animal kingdom and animal kingdom thing that was sort of announced and we didn't talk international but i think i think we do a a little a sort of part two 1.5 you know something like that yeah and talk about that but let's let's summarize thoughts i'll I'll go quickly i don't have too much to say other than again could have been much worse we didn't get anything crazy but i think that there's a lot of stuff that's being undervalued here right now and i know that i'm just going to come off as a disney shill for saying that but things like san francisco things like you know seeing the tiana stuff even if it isn't an i, I just tiana's and mickey and minnie and hearing that there's a new nighttime spectacular it was it was all very fascinating to see and just you know the energy did die off a little bit towards the end of the presentation but josh tomorrow at least at the beginning did such a good job of hyping it up that even if it wasn't like like if if the next one is like this then i'll start then i'll really be worried but this was the d23 after three years after the covid pandemic we already know that there's some weird delays and things didn't happen and while some people I think were expecting it to be just off the rails, crazy, amazing because of that, I was kind of on the other impression of like, we're going to ease back into this. And I know so many people that had this idea that it was going to be terrible going into it. So like it, it wasn't. So why are we still talking like it was terrible? Like it seems like unless we get a million things announced or something like that, the, the, the Avengers ride looks super cool. Like, just, just, I'm, I'm just looking at it again. Like every single thing, there wasn't a lot announced, but there's nothing on here that I, there's nothing on here other than like some the of the Hulk. stuff we didn't talk about. Well, yeah, Hulk. that's exactly. But like out of the stuff that we've talked about, there's nothing that I've said that I've been like, that I've had like an adverse reaction to. I'm not getting hives from, from any of these uh, mm-hmm. issues right now or the, yeah. these so i don't know that's that's my thoughts i'd give it a solid let's let's talk let's say for this part of the thing i give it a solid six fingers out of ten fingers this is a this is a great medium for show yeah like, yeah as an audio only 
podcast the greatest visual medium andrew and i actually do talk a lot with our hands so it's been fascinating to as we're recording this we can still actually see each other and yeah it's 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 I wonder what will get lost in audio. We, we've been um, we've been working a lot on. I we kind of did this subconsciously. This part can make it into the podcast. There's going to be a lot cut from here because a lot of it's rambling at some point from both of us. But like we, I think at one point Brandon started raising his finger to when he wanted to talk or his hand, and I was like, "Shoot, that's good. I'm going to start doing that." So then I started doing it, and I just think that's really funny because that's like a, a trigger that nobody can see. But well, like exactly, that, yeah. that was definitely it, like it helps the podcast run much smoother. Hopefully, I mean, I hope that hopefully it's just even easier to edit around that. It'll make um, it'll make podcast number two <laughs> for anybody. <laughs> Wait, I'm going to put a disclaimer at the beginning of the episode that just says don't listen to this and go to episode two because we'll, yeah. we'll iron out the kinks by then. Yeah. God, God. God we won't. <laughs> no, we won't. Um, but just honestly, as a summary of my thoughts, um, similar to Andrew, it's fine. It was a fine thing. I don't understand why a lot of people were very negative about it because as Andrew was saying, everything that was announced here, as far as everything that we've talked about, nothing of it was actively bad to me. There are things that I will just touch on quickly of, I want, I said this to Andrew earlier off the, off the mic. Um, but there are things as far as there are things that I want to touch on as far as, things that we didn't see. Um, and I mentioned uh, Journey into Imagination, not getting an update thing, which is fine. And Andrew and I talked about that. Then um, Spaceship Earth, no news of its update where it really does need it right now because of a lot of stuff as far as getting leaked on in that ride, which if anyone uh, wants to know about that, there, there are a lot of reports of that. It's very interesting. I want to catch the rainwater from spaceship earth in my <laughs> yes. mouth i want to ride that ride and just honestly that would be a good challenge wait okay new disney world challenge can you ride spaceship earth hold your mouth open the entire time facing up at the ceiling and catch a water droplet from the drainage if you can limitless park will pay you five dollars we'll mail it to you was that good was that, that was like a, a good little yeah, infomercial was a weird, thing? like 90s infomercial yeah, as, I really as pulled two that kids one. that are not '90s kids, <laughs> we don't know. Uh, Famously, early but, 2000s kids. Yes, um, but then the only other main thing, as far as Disneyland, Walt Disney World, that we didn't see, Walt Disney World Railroad didn't get a date, and that was like the weirdest. Like I thought that was like a home run as far as they announce this, they get people to cheer, everyone's happy, even if it was like in March or whatever, like during right when Tron is gonna open or whatever even if it was that it, it would have just been a, a, ho- a home run a slam dunk for them like i don't know man it it, it it would have been a lot easier for them to just do that and i don't know why they didn't but it's interesting i reread your predictions real quick after the d23 thing because i wasn't thinking about it weirdly like during the entire panel i kind of forgot about it and then i reread it and it's like one of the first things you say and i was like wait a minute Where's the railroad? Wait that a really, minute. Where's the railroad? <laughs> yeah. Silly guys, you forgot about the Walt Disney World Railroad. What happened? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm really going to start yanking out voices. All right. Like yeah. th- this, this podcast is going to be me just doing all sorts of wacky, zany uh, vocal work. Yeah. I'll, I'll sing. I'll cry. I'll laugh. 
No, and <laughs> I, I was going to just touch on this as far as all the predictions. Yeah, I was wrong. A lot, of, a lot of it I was wrong. But at the same time, honestly, there wasn't like too much that I was said there that I was like, oh, yeah, this is for sure going to happen. I said this might happen. This might <laughs> happen. So, hey, it might happen in the future, baby, and I'll still be right. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah. So, nice. you know, I, I will say overall, though, I think it was positive. There are a lot of cool things here. The San Francisco thing, just that was really weird and cool for as maybe small, but not really small as it will be. Um, the figment meet and greet, hopefully it's used as a litmus test um, for the update to Journey into Imagination eventually. Uh, Hatbox Ghost is small, but awesome. But yeah, all these things uh, uh, that we've touched on. I don't want to do Shoot, like a short you're just, recap. You're just, you're, I was going to say, you're just doing the podcast. Yeah, exactly. We'll just keep, we'll just keep that part again. We'll just yeah, we'll do that a, part instead we'll do of a three minute. I was just going to say, we'll do a three minute podcast where I quickly like run down every single thing. I don't even say like, I'll be like a newscaster person, like all the, the YouTube channels. They don't even say opinions on it. They're just like, Oh, I'll give you the news, which isn't bad, but it's like, hey. a, it's like a podcast within a podcast. So we have like different timestamps in the show notes. And at the very end, it's like, like fast forward to here. If you want to hear Brandon, like recap the podcast real quick. And then it end. like we do the whole podcast and <laughs> podcast within podcasts. Beep, 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 beep. Breaking news. Brandon will now give you all of the Walt Disney world and Disneyland info in like 30 seconds. Okay, let's go. I'm joking. I'm not actually ah! going to do this. Well, that would my, be hell. My vote, like my, I just screamed in my headphones got all wonky for a second. Um, all right. Know. Well, next episode, we will be discussing what if there was something behind Big Thunder Mountain? No, no, no. Beyond. Big Beyond. Thunder, which I actually think is a kind of cool marketing thing. It but. is very cool. The marketing of this is cool. Everything about it, everything else about it isn't to a certain degree. Exactly. But, but we'll we'll get to that on the next episode. So stay tuned. Brandon, sign us off. Alrighty, everyone. Catch you on the flip side. <laughs>